Hi, this is Rosalinda, the host of Faith Fuel Podcast, the show where we hear voices of people transforming the world for Jesus. Pastors, leaders, entrepreneurs, and world changers. So sit down, relax, or keep it driving. It's time to get some wholehearted, wide open, and yes, sometimes side-splitting encouragement and direction for your life. So get ready to get fired up. Even when life stinks and you're like, man, there's no answer in sight. Okay, the Bible says the battle's already been won. So you got to stand on that promise and go, Lord of mercy, I don't see it. But God, you see it. Lord, I give you the glory. You're going to work it out. It's going to be on your timing. So I want to give you something. i got to teach you practical ways how not to be anxious. Amen? How not to be fearful. Because the Lord says in the word, he says, I didn't give you a spirit of fear. Okay? But of love, joy, and of a sound mind. I was in Panama for a few days. Um... I can't remember how many, like five or six days I was over there. It's a beautiful country, and um, the people are amazing, and I was just really honored and blessed to preach down there. Um, I thought I was preaching one night, and then about two weeks before, um, we got a phone call that I'm I'm preaching six times in five days. It was actually 4,000 women. And so the crazy thing is, is the whole country was in uproar. And they have been marching every week. They're lighting things on fire. People were protesting on the streets. But they were protesting gas prices, food prices. People were just over it. And they took it to the streets. And so I really didn't know if they would have the conference because I was like, I don't know if people will come out. And it was unbelievable. Every seat was packed every night. It was just so great. A move of the Holy Spirit. You know, when you leave a place like that... And you've come back to America where we have 100 Bibles in our house with dust on it, right? We have so many churches. We don't feel like coming to church. And then we click through social media. And we don't like that pastor. Let's go to the next one and the next one. I don't like their song. And we do remote control Christianity. And then we wonder why we're so dead, you know? And I have to tell you, man, like God will move um, in atmosphere, there's atmospheres of worship. And when there's freedom, God moves in like such an amazing way. And when I was praying for people, and I know God was doing miracles, it's because their faith, the Bible says that your faith, you look to the mountain and you say, without doubt, be thou removed. And a lot of times our faith in the U.S. is we're just so spoiled and entitled. And we just don't even realize like how honored we are to be here. You know, you have countries where you can't read the Bible legally. I mean, do y'all understand that? And yet we have the Bible and we just don't even read it because it's like, oh, it's just there. We take it for granted. I've been guilty of that. You know, I, I did this thing like read the Bible every day. And then I was like, oh, my God, look at all these days that went by. You have all the tools. You have all the freedom to be connected. But sometimes we're not connected because we choose not to be connected. And so you can be in church, but if you're clipped off, if you're not plugged in because you're so distracted and you're looking at everything else, you miss it. No wonder you feel dry at the end of the week. No wonder you're like, ah, you know, I really didn't get fed. Right? It's because when you're not in the moment, when your mind is somewhere else, you miss the window. You miss what God is giving you. Have you ever asked anybody if they're a Christian? Everybody's a Christian. Are you a Christian? I'm a Christian, right? Everybody's a Christian. But the reality is anybody can identify themselves as a Christian, but not everybody can say they have a relationship with God. Somebody may know you. Oh, yeah, I know him. 
but you may not have a relationship. See, some of y'all know who God is, but you don't have a relationship with God. Sometimes we don't even go like, should I pray? Should I ask him again? But if you knew God the way I knew God, if you really had a relationship, then you would feel comfortable coming to the Lord in prayer. Amen? You see, there's a difference between religious person, they practice religious acts. Okay? But a person that has a relationship is connected to God. If I ask you right now, just think of one person that if you had to call them at 3 o'clock in the morning because your car broke down, they'd come get you. Right? You can think of maybe one person, maybe. He's probably somebody you have a relationship with. So we're going to talk about creating a personal, intimate relationship with God. Amen? I don't care how long you've been saved. We can always go to another level in our relationship with the Lord. Right? I hope you're always growing. So first we have to understand what is distracting us from the Lord. Sometimes they're legitimate, right? Well, we say they're legitimate. But they're like major drama, major stuff, and it's just distracting us. If I'm not careful with the different things that I handle, right, I could be easily distracted. And then I have to pull myself back, and I have to get myself in line with the Lord. So I want to go back to the garden, okay? So we're going to go to Genesis 3, 8 through 10. Adam and Eve, this is all about them, okay? It says, and they heard a sound of the Lord walking in the garden in a cool day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. Then the Lord called to Adam and said to him, where are you? So he said, I heard your voice. You know what it is? Sometimes God will ask you a question just to set you up. How many of you know? Do you remember your parents doing that? Who did this? And they know. They know who did this. And God is saying, where are you, right? And he says, I heard your voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, and I hid myself. Okay, that's Adam talking. You see, God's intention and purpose, when God placed Adam and Eve in the garden of Eden, he didn't just simply say, I'm going to put you here so you can enjoy everything around you, the beauty, the fruit, and the garden. But he wanted them to be in the garden so he could be near God. He could have direct access. They didn't have to go through anybody. They could just go, yo, God, something's going on. And they had direct access. That's why God put them there. He put them there with intention and purpose. How many of you know God will put you somewhere intentionally and purposely, right? How many of you know God will let you go through something intentionally and purposely? Well, it says, because God's presence was in the Garden of Eden, Adam and Eve were able to build cultivate and maintain a relationship with God. There was no barriers. How many of you would have loved to walk with God? Like been on the earth? Oh, y'all wouldn't have made it. Jesus has spit into dirt and put it on somebody's eyes and you'd have been like, check you later. That is so weird. Okay. But God does everything intentionally. You see, there was no barriers, but let me talk about the weight of sin. Okay. You ever do something wrong and you're like bummed out all day? Like you accidentally talked to somebody wrong. You took something wrong. You got offended. Doesn't it like bum you out the whole day? See, sometimes when we have sin going in in our life, it acts as a weight on top of our body. And we can't figure out why we're unhappy, but it's because we chose to do the wrong thing. So the weight of sin, it says, however, when they sin, the relationship was destroyed. You know, when we sin, we hurt the father. 
The scripture says they no longer wanted to be in the presence of God. They hid from God. When we're in sin and we're making wrong choices, I will kid you not, we will run away from God. We're, we're going to not read that Bible. I'm not coming to church because I'm working. Right? We'll come up with a ton of excuses. They were ashamed of their sin, but instead of repenting, they hid. Has anything changed in a couple thousand years? It says that they hid from God, and that's what sin does. Guys, don't mess with sin. You are going to regret it. It's a bummer. When we make wrong choices, then we just want to get away from God. And instead of feeling better, we feel worse because now we're away from God. We're not fellowshipping. We're not praying. We're not connected, right? God didn't accuse, condemn, or reject Adam and Eve for what they did. But the weight and guilt of their sin made them leave his presence. If you're ever wondering why I just can't feel connected, I don't know what my problem is, I feel so depressed, sometimes you're giving your problem all the attention instead of the God that can heal you. Amen? So he asked them, where are you? And I want to ask you, where are you? You see, when God approached them, he asked, where are you? When we drift away from God, he calls every one of us and he says, where are you? What are you doing, man? Why are you letting your circumstance be so big? See, we don't have to worry about the place, state, or condition that we're in. When God asks us, where are we? He just wants to know, are you near or far? Are you near or far from his presence? Are you really connected? Ask yourself, am I really connected the way I want to be connected? There are seasons in my life where I surely am not connected. I am so caught up in everything else. And then later I'm like, I don't why I can't sleep. I feel draggy. I don't know what's going on. And I realized three days have gone by and I haven't read my word. I haven't prayed. I'm just so caught up in everything else. So I'm not telling you anything that I haven't gone through. Amen. I mean, it is what it is. I'm going to tell you, I don't know, pastor or not. How many of you know you can get distracted, right? So here's the deal. God doesn't ask you where you are to condemn you, but he wants to bring you back to his presence. Amen. He wants you to connect with him, even though we feel unworthy. There's been times in my life that I thought, man, I should have known better. How many of you know you can beat yourself up? But the Bible says there is no condemnation to those that are in Christ Jesus. Amen. You need to repent, shake it off, and get yourself back with the Lord. Amen. Don't let the weight of sin separate you from God's presence, from being connected from God. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Get more at rosalinda.live. If you experience it, we'll examine it. If God's word says it, we'll stand on it. And when you're feeling faint, we are here with your faith fuel. I'm Rosalinda Rivera. We'll chat again soon. This podcast was brought to you by New Life for Adults and Youth, celebrating 50 years of restoring broken lives. If you or a family member has been struggling with addiction, New Life for Adults and Youth is the answer. Visit them at newlife.center.